Hello and welcome to the Women Creating Wealth 10K in 10 Days Challenge. We hope you will enjoy this exclusive content that we've created with you in mind. And we hope that it might help shift your own money consciousness, money stories, and your thoughts around what just might be possible for you. So we invite you to come along. And if you would like to help us with our own 10K in 10 Days Challenge, we would love if you would shop amongst our services and our products. We have memberships for enjoying family photo sessions and family art. Every once in a while, we have a few mini session uh, events that are available to the public. And we have a beautiful guided self-love meditation and a gorgeous, warming, comfy chamomile and cinnamon tea that you can pair with your self-love uh, meditation. So enjoy having a look around, enjoy shopping and treating yourself, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi everyone, this is Ariana here from Well-Fed Photography, and I'm joined with Solera. And if you follow our Living a Life Well-Fed Living a Life Well-Fed podcast, then you will uh, probably recognize Solera from one of our earlier episodes. Uh, it, I will link it actually with this uh, video because it was amazing and totally worth going back and watching or listening to. But today we're talking about something completely different. Today we're talking about women creating wealth and why it's so important. So Solera, I. I would love to just jump right in on this topic and ask you personally, why do you think that it is important for women specifically to create wealth? Well, to be honest, right now, um, the wealth is not balanced, right, in the world. As, as you know, I'm a channel, so the guides have really um, emphasized on this topic is that right now, the majority of the wealth in the world is in the hands of just a few people, you yeah. can say a few families. And so these people have trillions of dollars, not just billions, not just with a B, this is with a T, okay? So it, it, I think that it's very important that we start to shift the dynamic, like the balance of power, right? So that it's not just in a few people or a few families that have been wealthy for centuries, but rather shifting the the balance of power into the hands of, you know, especially for women, because for one for for centuries, right? Women have been um, undermined, <laughs> I would say. And so, in order to shift and transition back, um, it's very important that women are conscious, you know, about how they generate wealth and really where they spend their money. And it, I think you know, you and I are both both passionate um, entrepreneurs who also want to help other people. So I think that it's very natural for women naturally want to use their um, uh, their wealth for the good of the world, if that makes sense. So this is why it's so important that we start to really shift that balance of power. Absolutely. And I was inspired to even do this um, 10K in 10 days challenge through reading Rachel Rogers' We Should All Be Millionaires book. And I learned so much about the disparity between women who are wealthy and men who are wealthy in the world. And like you said, different families that are wealthy and how that actually plays out in our society and also about how women are such contributors whenever they are wealthy when they're in that position to give back they do so and they do it at an even higher level than men typically do so i think that's important to note as well uh, would you be able to share about your own wealth journey and what that has looked like uh, yeah, actually, you know, before I started channeling, I was very ignorant when it comes to money. You know, I was really irresponsible, spent money and didn't have money. And then I have credit card debts, all, all, all sorts of stuff. It, very, you can say American, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, 
And then once I started training the guys, the first thing the guys had taught me out of all the things that, you know, a person can be learning was actually about money. They said, okay, you know, just so you know, now that you're a spiritual channel, there's no conflict between spirituality and wealth. In fact, it's, you know, your mission in this life to create a massive, massive amount of money so that that money can be redistributed back to the world so that, you know, once I understand how to create wealth, then I can really learn to contribute wealth, right, to the world. It's like today I went to visit the Solar Dog Foundation. And before that, you know, I was just talking to my partner, and I really want to be donating you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to them. So it's like, okay, how do I get my income to that level so I can be donating hundreds of thousands of dollars to them, you know, every month. So it's really thinking about, um, like, bigger things than, you know, at first it's just like, okay, let's cover my own needs, right? Then the second level is like, okay, let's buy nicer things. Then the next level is like, okay, then how do I make a difference in the world? And I think it's very important to sort of think, think backwards, like think from the top. Yeah. Then it's easy to be actually motivated to make money. Like once I understood why I needed to make money, it, it was really simple to be honest. Like right away I had built a six-figure business in a year because I understood the money has a purpose. If it's just like, oh yeah, okay, buy some shoes. It's like, it's not enough for me personally to motivate me to, to, to really earn, you know, the, the kind of money that I do have now and what I want to be earning. Yeah. So would you say that the giving, the charitable giving and the impacts that you could make through your wealth was more of a motivator than just buying things? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like today I feel so motivated, you know, like on the way home, <laughs> seeing all the cats and dogs with like no eyes, no tails, no legs. It just like breaks my heart. And I just, I just feel so motivated <laughs> to, to yeah, create money because it's like everyone has a different job, right? It's not to say that people who have money necessarily have a better job. It's just, okay, this is what I'm good at. So this is where I should be spending my money. This is spending my time doing. And if you're someone who's, who's uh, good at cooking, then that's where you should where you should spend time doing. Like you should become a chef, right? So for me, it's like, okay, I, I, I feel that in my life, I am here to create wealth. And because I am motivated by all the charitable charitable causes then yeah it absolutely motivates me tremendously I love that and you mentioned different levels and I have to ask do the guides um mention that that is a part of the process or can you quantum leap that or what do the guides have to say around that yeah uh, you know the guides always talk about um okay so not first of all not everyone is ready for this level of thinking that's number one so for those people who are ready for this level of thinking, which is what, you know, my Council Billionaire Mastermind is all about, is to prepare those people who are ready for this level of thinking to think even bigger, right? To go there, to really think about where their money is going to go when they have millions of dollars and, and you know, billions of dollars. So the the guide's position on money is, is for those people who are ready for this level of thinking, then it's important that you think from that direction. It's like, okay, my goal is to utilize money for good, right? To transform the world for good. And if that is my intention, then let me start to think about money from that direction, like from that angle, then go make the money. Then it's like, it's like you always know why you're doing what you're doing and you're never going to be lost. I think a lot of people feel lost because there's not, not a greater sense of purpose. Then you're just dabbling here and there and there. Because that's what I did in my 20s. Like, oh, I did this and I did this and I did this and I did this. But now there's a very clear sense of direction of why I need to make money because I want to do a lot of good in the world, right? And so that that is what I always think about in the back of my head. Like I always know that in the back of my head, 
right? So to earn money, I think it's important to know why you're earning money. Absolutely. And I love to hear your perspective or the guide's perspective on this. And that is, um, you know, there are a lot of people who encourage, for example, Tony Robbins says, start giving even if you only have, you know, a euro to give out of 10 euros. Give yeah. now because then as you increase your, your wealth, it will feel normal and natural. Say you've got a million euros to give away 100k. And my question is, I've also heard the opposite, which is, at the beginning stages, feed yourself, keep that money for yourself. And then when you're wealthy, give. But I'd like to hear what you have to say about that. I think for me personally, so it's, it's, it's an interesting topic because that just came up today personally. It's like, okay, I think if you don't feel comfortable donating a lot, that's fine. Just start with, it's like my boyfriend said, just start at 1%, right? Then next year you can grow to 2%. Then as you get better, you can grow to 5%. And as you get better, you can grow to 10%. I think somebody like Angelina Jolie, she gives like a third of her money away. It's a lot of money. Yeah. A third, you know? It's like 33%. Let's see, she earns, I don't know, $20 million a year. It's a lot of money. It's like $60 million. And that's yeah. like on the low end. So yeah, I think it's, it's just about being comfortable to increase the amount of money, just like anything else, right? It's like people have income ceilings, right? You're not comfortable making more than, let's say, $10,000 a month. So then you got to like bump it up, you know? Yes. And actually, I've seen, because I'm so connected to your journey and I've seen you speak about it, I know you said that your comfort level with having money has grown tremendously over even just yeah. the past year. So Absolutely. was there anything specifically that helped you get more comfortable with having money? I'm just thinking about listeners who maybe they're not comfortable with having it. So they're not allowing it. Yeah. It's interesting because I think there's a difference between earning money and keeping money. I think I was always good at earning money. Like I was always, even as a dance teacher, I always had clients, but I was never good at keeping the money that I have. I think now I'm comfortable keeping the money I have because, well, number one, I think I, I'm focusing on like wealth creation you know it's like the guys always talk about focus your eyes have to look in the direction of where you want to go so there's no if there's no focus there's no money it's just that simple like they always say that say that to all the students like no focus no money so I think my focus now is on wealth creation is when I, what I think about when I wake up what I think about when I go to bed <laughs> you know and I think to, for me, I think what the guy taught me specifically, everyone is a little bit different and they teach it differently to individuals. But to me, it's like, well, you know, money's like a friend. You want to keep it around for a long time. <laughs> so <laughs> and once I understood that, once I, cause I'm good at making friends. That was actually one of my, my most wealthy area of my life. You know, before I had actual real money, I felt like friendship was my, an area that I was very rich and then I understood money was a friend. Then it's like the two to two, like that, the two to two clicked, you know, together. I was like, oh, well, just like with a friend, you want to maintain that friendship. You want to keep that friendship. You want to nurture that friendship. You don't want to just like, quote, unquote, spend it all, right? You don't want to like ruin that friendship and then it, like, you lose a friend. So I think once I understood that concept of treating money like a friend, and then I was like, well, I understand. I know how to make a friend. I know how to keep a friend. Right? I know how to grow a friendship. Like I, I, to me, that's, a, that's an area that I was already very good at. So they basically helped me transfer the skills in this one area and move it to the area of money. And I was like, oh, it's the same thing. I understand how to do that, you know? Yes, that's amazing. And it actually leads to another thing that I've been thinking about recently and going on a journey of, and that is seeing all the riches around me that are not necessarily money, but relationships, you know, beautiful views and all of those types of things. So 
as you're on your wealth creation journey, as you have been going on it, it's always a journey, but did you start noticing different riches in your life as well that maybe you didn't think of as riches before? Oh, you mean like different areas besides money? Yes, like different forms of wealth that isn't. Yeah, yeah. I think also people have different forms of wealth, right? For me, before money was friendship. And then for my partner, he's really healthy. I always say you're so rich in health. <laughs> so I think that's a form of wealth, you know, like yeah. that's actually something that I'm, I'm working on is actually my health. So I'm like taking a health class, you know, <laughs> go to my chiropractor. Once a week. <laughs> so I'm building my wealth and health in this other direction. So yeah, I definitely think that money comes in all forms. And, and I think, I think it's like one of those things, like when you're really hungry, you tend to overeat, right? When you're hungry, you want to like devour whatever is in front of you, devour what's in the fridge. doesn't matter if it's healthy or not because you're hungry. But when you're not hungry, then you look at what's in front of you. You can kind of be really choosy. You go, yeah, I have a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And I think that's enough. You're not going to overeat because you're full. Like you, you already believe, I'm not that hungry. So I think money is the same thing. When you don't have money, it's easy to just be like, I'm going to spend it all because you're hungry. Or for other people, it's like the opposite. They hoard it, right? They hold on to it because they're like, this is like the little bit, my last scrap, I got to have it. <laughs> um, but when you have a lot of money, it's like, okay, it's like being full. I'm full. Why do I need to have more money? Like, I don't have, need to have more food right now. I don't need to have more food. Yes. Right? Like you're, you're full. So I think it's that same concept. You know, so I think it's important to always feel that your, your money is like, there's enough, there's plenty enough that you don't, it's like, you don't have to devour it or to hoard the, the last two cans of corn you know, in your pantry. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. That's a huge, huge shift to, for anyone to have that might be listening to, that has never thought of it like that before. And I'm wondering, have you had a moment where you just had a, a very impactful shift that changed everything or is it a bunch of little shifts along the way that have just accumulated and compounded uh just for me personally i think the most important thing is just to be surrounded by people who are doing well or surrounded by people who are also <laughs> growing with you or surrounded by people who are doing better than you um yes. because we're not we're social animals, right? Human beings, we're social animals. So we are all affected by other people. So it's like before maybe my, none of my friends were uh, goal achieving or whatever, you know, they were all artists or they were dancers. But now I feel like I am surrounded by people who are comfortable talking about money, right? We all talk about money as women entrepreneurs. We talked about money with each other, right? We think about money. We have to just deal with it all the time. So I think it's kind of like, I think speaking money is like speaking a new language. Yes. I think you constantly have to practice the new language to be fluent in it. So I think it's important to speak about earning money all the time. Absolutely. Just like you will learn a foreign language, right? If you, if you want to learn Chinese, you got better go to China just to practice it, right? So then you get used to it. It's, it's kind of the same concept. So I feel like to earn more money, it's not like a one-time event. I think it's like a language. You got to speak about earning money, creating money, right? It's just like to, I think language has power. The way you speak has power. If you always say, I can't afford it, I can't do this, I can't, then, then the universe gives you what you exactly what you say because <laughs> yeah. you're speaking your life into existence so i think i think it's important to, to speak about money in a positive way so then you speak that into existence you know so i think it's, it is a chain of 
practice sessions. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I know that we have talked about charitable giving and how important that is to you. Um, would that be one of the most important aspects of wealth creation for you? Or are there other things that are very important to you that go along with wealth creation? Yeah, I, uh, char yeah, charitable giving definitely is my, my personal top. Um, it's actually the reason why I decided to start earning more money. Once I understood that that was my mission, before I didn't need money, like throughout my 20s, I didn't, like I earned money, I would spend it all. I didn't feel like I needed to keep it. Yeah, you know, I just, I was like, what's the big deal? Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not greedy for things. I didn't need to have really fancy things. So I was never motivated to earn a lot of money, even though I always felt that I had the capacity to, but there was no clear reason. Like, I know a lot of people want to buy a house. They want to buy a better car. I just didn't really care for those things. Like, like I went to one of the top 10 schools, you know, a lot of my friends are like investment bankers, lawyers, engineers, and I, I never felt like I needed to be like them. So, but once I understood, okay, my mission here is to create wealth and to redistribute wealth, then, then there's, that was, it, that was big enough of, enough of a, of a why, right? People talk about why for me to do the work, right? Do the inner work to change like my internal dialogue about money. My dialogue was always like, I don't need money. Like I always have said that like in my twins, I don't really need or the universe is like, well, you don't need money, no money for you. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't need it. I just was fine, like floating in life. You know, I was always just okay. And I was actually comfortable floating in life. Um yeah, until I got here and then my, my boyfriend put me on a budget. He's like, okay, let's go on a budget. <laughs> so that helped me, you know, started to like keep the money and then, but to really start to scale the finance, it, it was once I started to surround myself with people, the right people. And it's like, okay, my head is in the right, it's like I'm looking in the right direction now, you know? <laughs> that is amazing. And that brings up a great question for, for the guides and their, um, how do they feel about budgeting or, you know, because oh, like yeah, some people take it as yeah. controlling and constricting and some people yeah. see it as very freeing and, and giving them the ability to expand. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good question about budgeting because I've actually had students ask me that question with, with the, in their private sessions. Oh, should I budget? So the way the guides have taught me personally was you should budget the amount of money you want to spend and don't limit how much you want to spend. That's that's when I was not even like making five figure, you know, and they're like, no, you should budget how you want to spend. Don't limit yourself how you, how, then go make the money for it. Versus the other way around, like most budgeting is, okay, this is how much I make. Let's just cut down the expenses. Yes. But it's interesting because when, when one of the students had, private students asked me that question and I thought oh, that's so weird you know um because she, she's she was actually already pretty good at budgeting and saving and so but they said no you should look at it from the other direction if you budget how how much you want to spend now you have a clear budget of what your ideal living standard is for yourself then you're motivated to go make that money yes. but the the way I interpreted interpreted the the session was okay. You got to set your standard higher, basically. You know, it's like you can set your standard low. This is how much I have, so I'm gonna restrict myself. Or you can set your standard high. This is how much I want to spend. Then I'm gonna go make, go make the money for it. And and you know what? The student, that private student, she, she earned more. She really she started making five figures right away because it was just it was like she just needed to see it differently. You know, yeah. And instead of feeling like I, I kind of have to restrict myself. It's like, okay, I just, 
got to push myself out of my comfort zone, out of my boundary. And I'm assuming when you say five figures, you mean per month, like five per months. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, that's amazing. That's an amazing way to look at it. And I'm curious for people who, you know, you've gone through this process of becoming a channel and letting people know that you're a channel and wealth creating through that. Do you have yeah. words of wisdom for people who are maybe feeling called to do something that is not considered the norm and that they're oh. afraid that they will not be able to build wealth through doing something like that? Yeah. Words of wisdom for people who want to do things out of the norm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is really hard to be honest for most people because it takes, it takes, um, I think the thing that it really takes is your faith like your trust level in the universe. I, I always had a bit of a blind faith. I always had that. It, it wasn't something that I necessarily had to cultivate. Like I always had this intrinsic trust. Things are going to work out. I can make it work. You know, I'll, I'll find friends. I'll find whoever, like the right connection. So I always felt that I had this knowing. So I think it's not about how, to create a career that's unconventional. I think the first step is to develop, like actually your, your spiritual relationship, you know, your relationship with the divine, because you have to have some blind faith in the process. Because the stuff in front of you is unknown. Most of it is unknown. I would say 80% of it, 90% is unknown. So you have basically the daily routine, the 10, 15% that's known. The rest is not known, especially if you're an entrepreneur, right? If you're nine to five, then yeah, it's known. You have a, you have a corporate path. Well, I think to be successful in the unknown, the, the, the ingredient that it takes is, is, is a lot of trust. You can, some people call that stupidity, you know? <laughs> I think in my 20s when I had no money, people say I was stupid. Now that I have money, people say, oh yeah, faith. <laughs> Right? people are going to judge you based on what you have that's just the reality so um yeah like when you don't have money you're doing stupid things people think you're stupid but when you have money you're doing stupid things people say oh you're such a risk taker <laughs> that is a very interesting and very distinct difference that that people do say right? based on where you fall in yeah. life and where you are with your finances because because my parents used to always tell me oh you're so smart you should be a college professor you're so smart you could be a lawyer it's like yeah i know i'm smart i don't want to <laughs> do any of those things but now that i'm a spiritual channel nobody says anything because now that i have money in my bank account I'm like, oh just do whatever you want as long as you're happy but they didn't say that to me when i was poor you know what i mean and that's family. Think about people that are outside that don't know you, right? So yeah. you're going to have some tough skin, to be honest, to do what yes. you want to do in life. And, and I would encourage people to go back and watch the podcast episode that we did together because you all, you touch on that part as well of having the thick skin and being okay with not everyone, understanding, appreciating, liking what you're doing in the world. And I think that's yeah. a powerful shift to have. Um because we're working to highlight female entrepreneurs and wealth creation amongst females, I'm curious if you have any uh, business businesses or female entrepreneurs that you would like to credit with making a positive impact on your own life. Uh, well, one of the first uh, first programs that I joined with, you know, Denise Duffield Thomas uh, Money Bootcamp, I just think it's such a good program. You know, yeah. I think it doesn't matter where you are in life, whether you have a little bit of money or you have a a lot of money like I, I I have this like I have this friend who have millions of dollars I feel like she should take 
money boot camp. Because <laughs> it's funny because rich people have issues too with money. It's just different, just like a little bit different, but they've got their own issues and insecurity around money. Yes. And they don't feel that rich because they're surrounded by people who are like them. So they see people who have even more money than them. So I think it's always good to really develop your, your, it's like a relationship with money, right? And develop that healthy mindset. So I absolutely recommend everybody to take that program. It is so, so good. I, um, that's how we met. That's how we're connected. And um, I think every day for me, seeing that community, I wouldn't really be on Facebook if it weren't for that, because you see so many stories in the community of where people are, where they're going, where they have been. And you can see this money journey, um, the history of people's money journeys over years and how that is a journey. So um, do you have any last words to share with people who are watching or listening in? Well, I think it's very important, you know, it kind of goes back to, it, you have to find a reason for, you know, why you want to develop it, not just to cover your bills, you know, not just to have like a nice car, to have a nice house, because at some point, the guides always say, what are you going to do with yourself when you have everything, right? Like the question that you should be answered is, okay, I have everything now, then what? Like, that is the question that you should answer before you do anything else, like before you start anything else, because you have to, like, it's almost like you have to pretend that you're already 20 years ahead. Okay, I'm already 20 years older now. I already have the house I want. I already have the car I want. I already have everything that I want. Then what? So I think, I think that is actually the real question to, to address. And I think once people find the answer to that question, everything else will fall in line because now the direction is clear. Yes. Powerful. I love it. Thank you so much, Solara. Where can people get in touch with you if they want to connect with you? Yeah. So my main website is solarafourhumanity.com or my Council of Billionaires mastermind is councilofbillionaires.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time, Solara. Yeah, it's such a pleasure. I had so much fun talking to you about this. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Please feel free to leave a comment or a review to let us know what you've loved about this episode and others like it. And if you'd like to be featured on our show, or if you know of someone who would be an amazing guest, get in touch with us at info at wellfedphotography.com and mention living a life well fed in the subject line. And don't forget that you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Well Fed Photography.